You're listening to Midlife State of Mind Podcast, hosted by Aaron Beadle, a midlife gal who dishes on all the challenges and opportunities that come with this middle section of your life. Each episode, you'll find yourself going between laughter and tears as she covers all the topics you need to know about midlife. Welcome back to Midlife State of Mind. I'm your host, Erin Beadle. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode today. If you are a new listener, I would love to have you hit the follow button so that you can stay in the know on when episodes drop each week. If anything I share has resonated with you and you enjoy the content I create, I would be immensely grateful for you to leave a rating and a written review on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. Before I dive into today's topic, I wanted to take a moment to share about some additional ways you can support the podcast. From almost the beginning of the podcast, I have been approached by companies interested in me sharing their products with you all. I take extreme care with any products I recommend to friends, and I count y'all as friends, and will only share things that I use and absolutely love. From time to time, I will begin to share about products that I have an affiliate link with that if you choose to purchase them with my link, I will earn a small commission for the podcast that helps to offset some of the expenses of producing it. All of the links for the products will be in the show notes. Today, I want to quickly share about a skincare line that I've been using for the past five months, Bamboo Earth. It's a line of completely natural, non-toxic skincare that is sustainably sourced, comes in glass bottles, it's cruelty-free and ethically sourced, and it uses whole natural ingredients that are 96% organic. As a self-professed skincare junkie who has tried so many lines, this has quickly become my favorite skincare line, and almost everything that I use now is from Bamboo Earth. You can get 30% off all products by using my affiliate link that again is linked in the show notes. Let's dive into today's episode topic, Happy Hormones. So before I jump into how to make your hormones happy, let's talk a little bit about what hormones actually are. I know most people generally know what they are, but I'll get into a little bit, just a very broad level explanation of hormones. Hormones are a class of signaling molecules in multicellular organisms, which are us, that are sent to different organs by complex biological processes to regulate physiology and behavior. Basically, all it means is that hormones are chemicals that we have that are produced by different areas of our body that are sent out to other areas of our body that help regulate our body. The one thing to really understand about hormones is that they respond to your environment. As you take in information, they are making adjustments based on your environment. There are three major classes of hormones and they are divided by their chemical structures. And I'll just quickly run through just a breakdown because if you're a science nerd like me, you kind of want to understand a little bit more than just, I know I have estrogen and progesterone and I know the hormones, but what are the different types of hormones? So we have lipid derived hormones that are derived from cholesterol. Lipid, it just means fat and there are steroid hormones. And those are things like testosterone. It's the predominant hormone in men but women also have testosterone, estrogen, which is the predominant female hormone that men also have, and then cortisol, which is basically your stress hormone. Then there is the acid-derived hormones, and these are epinephrine and norepinephrine, which are fight-or-flight neurotransmitters. 
Then there's peptide hormones, which is like your human growth hormone, prolactin, which is what you produce when you are a nursing mother, and then insulin, which is your one that helps you regulate your blood sugar. These control energy, homostasis, and metabolism in your body. So all of your hormones operate on something called the HPATG axis. That's your hypothalamus, which is in your brain, your pituitary, which is in your brain, your adrenals that sit on your kidney, your thyroid, which sits at the base of your neck, and then your gonads. In women, those are ovaries. In men, those are testes. The reason it's called an access is because A-X-I-S, not, I know my accent may be saying like A-C-C-E-S-S, but it's the axis, like if you think of like a, a line of communication. And all of these hormones are interconnected. All of your hormones are interconnected. They take information in from your environment and then they respond to it and they change based on what's going on. So when you are stressed and your cortisol raises, it helps you gives you a boost of energy, helps you to react, all of the things that you need if you're in a fight or flight response. But over time, we can get into states of chronic overactivation of hormones. So someone can become estrogen dominant, maybe when they're taking in lots of phytoestrogens or endocrine disrupting chemicals that are in beauty products and lots of products in our home. And so when that happens, our hormones can get out of balance. And we've all probably had PMS at one time or another, maybe where right before our period, what happens in your cycle is your estrogen and progesterone are always kind of changing levels on a daily 28 day. If you're on a 28 day cycle, when you're still menstruating, if you're like me and you're postmenopausal, you don't have the up and down of hormones every day, but get right before your period, your progesterone drops, your estrogen jumps up really high and you, you may experience those symptoms of PMS. I'm not going to dive too much into the complexity of hormones because it's really, really complex and I'm still learning in my functional medicine training about just how interconnected and how complex it is and how all of these processes, what floors me, is going on without any, you don't actually have to do anything to make them happen. They just happen. It's like your body is a symphony and you have the woodwind section and you have the brass section and then you have the conductor basically the master who is kind of orchestrating this whole sound to make this beautiful sound. But I want to share a couple of ways that you can help to support your hormones. What I'm finding in my training and in working with clients now is that oftentimes most of our hormonal imbalances are things that we can help through our lifestyle choices. The first and most important to support your hormones for happy hormones is manage your stress. So stress, we all know it's probably the biggest predictor of your health. The more stress you have and you get into a chronic stress state, it raises your cortisol, it lowers all of your your immunity, it can basically set you up for all kinds of health issues. So managing your stress, you can do this in a number of ways. You can do it through meditation, through breathing exercises, you can do it through my second way to support hormones, through regular exercise. But anything that helps you manage stress, it could be that you have a cup of hot tea at the end of a long day, or maybe it's starting your morning with a gratitude journal. So then number two, regular exercise doesn't have to even be anything complex. Could just be taking a 10 minute walk. I'm a big fan of lifting weights, especially as I'm postmenopausal and I have to start worrying about my bone health. So I subscribe to the LHS, which means lift heavy shit. 
Sorry for the cuss. So I try to lift something heavy every day. Number three is prioritize sleep. I know as a as a mom and a busy person, sometimes sleep can be the thing that you will say, oh, you know, I just don't have time. I've got too much to do. But I think we can better navigate our day and all of the activities and responsibilities that we have to do when we are having a good seven to eight hours of sleep. I learned 23 years ago when I was diagnosed with MS at age 30 that I had to make sure that I got the right amount of sleep each night. I aim for seven hours minimum to be my best self. And then the fourth way you can support happy hormones is to reduce your sugar intake. The interplay with your insulin, it ends up just giving you lots of issues with your blood sugar. And when your blood sugar is up and down, your hormones have to respond to that. And you can end up with them like kind of going all over the place. So eating a healthy diet, incorporating a good amount of fiber and some healthy fats, either through like avocado or a fatty fish. I have taken it upon myself to try to start eating sardines and can tell you that it's hard, but I just like stick them in my mouth and chew them up and swallow them. It's not my favorite. Number five is natural light. If you can see the sunrise or the sunset, getting outside, my GYN always tells me that I should get enough sun that it takes me to go and get my mail and then sit outside to sort through it. And that is enough. So I know that lots of people are worried about sun exposure and using sunscreen all the time. I won't dive into that right now in this episode, but you want to get some natural light every day. It helps you make natural vitamin D. It helps regulate your circuit circadian rhythm so that you will sleep better. And it just feels good to feel the warm sunshine on you for 10 minutes a day. And then my last suggestion, number six, is to avoid endocrine disruptors. We're all familiar with BPA, bisphenol A, but in a lot of plastic products, they'll now use BPB or BPS. Those are also harmful endocrine disruptors. They just, BPA just kind of became the buzzword. And so they've made regrettable substitutions with BPS, BPB. I always try to use glass. I recently switched to all glass Tupperware with bamboo lids. They're definitely heavier, but I'm trying to reduce my exposure to all of the endocrine disruptors. Thinking about pesticides, so whenever possible, when you're eating a healthy diet, to try to choose organic when possible. You can Google Clean 15, Dirty Dozen, and then trying to reduce your exposure to phthalates, which are in a lot of skincare products, a lot of personal care products. That is one of the reasons why I've been really happy with using the Bamboo Earth because they are paraben and phthalate free. I'd love to hear how you keep your hormones happy. How do you support happy hormones? You can join in the conversation. You can send me an email, midlifestateofmindpodcast at gmail.com. You can comment on any of the social medias, Instagram and Facebook, midlifestateofmindpodcast.com to mind podcast. I'd love to hear from you and I will be back next week with another episode. See you soon. Bye. This has been an E-Squared production.